This episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by our friends at the Park Theatre, who have a number of great shows coming up. And Sunday, June 24th, is the Summer Shimmy Belly Dancing Cabaret. For more information, visit myparktheater.com. This week's episode of Witch Police Radio is brought to you by Fourth Quarter Records. It's a Winnipeg-based label and recording studio home to 3Pete, as well as Eggs, Solo Projects, and Charlie Feta. You can find their merchandise, including the awesome new 3Pete hoodies, online at fourthquarterrecords.com. And if you haven't seen these things, uh, you should definitely check them out. I mean, a lot of local artists are wearing them right now, and it's very cool to see the support uh, from across genres. Uh, as soon as those three-beat hoodies came out, I've been seeing all kinds of people posting on social media, and it's, you know, people in rock bands, electronic music, uh, soul music, whatever. They're all sort of supporting the three-beat gear. So there's definitely uh, a lot of love and support for three-beat within the local music community at large, and it's very cool to see. You're listening to Garbage Hill, one of its first podcast network. Welcome to uh, Witch Police Radio. I am in the food court once again, uh, where I seem to always be every second episode now. Amazing. Uh, yeah, it's, it works though. It's, it's, a good, it's a good spot. And um, I guess uh, to introduce you, I mean, you were the, you've been on the show previously, but on, under different circumstances. I mean, you were, you were on the show uh, maybe three years ago at this point? I think so. Maybe two to, I don't know, it's it was a while, a while ago. Yeah. While, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I don't know, had I, had I lost all the weight? No. No? No. Oh, okay, so, so there you go. So it's been a while. It's been two years then. For sure, yeah. yeah, for sure. So you were our, I guess, the artist formerly known as Abstract Art Form. Yeah, yeah. And I, now you're uh, just going by Shay, right? Yeah, I deaded it, uh, deaded my rap name and started, I have a new album coming out that's a little bit uh, different than traditional, so I figured uh, with the change in how I look, losing yeah. 80 pounds, with the change in music, with everything, I just decided that I'd go... Just start fresh? Just start fresh, cool. yeah. Well, we're not necessarily here to talk about your new music. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely sure. interested in hearing your album when it comes out, but yep. uh, we're here to talk about the festival, yeah. the Northern Touch Music Festival, which you... Uh, this is the second year? This is the second year, yeah, for sure. So, uh, last year, I started a music festival, um, and a few few people helped me out along the way. Basically, it came off the heels of a Manitoba music meeting that uh, <clears throat> was trying to basically bring in more hip-hop artists to discuss some of their challenges and successes that okay. they had faced. Okay. Um, I had been obviously touring as a hip-hop artist for a long time. I've been to like North by Northeast and like I've been to Canadian Music Week. I've been to all those things. Yeah, you had a quite um, high profile. Yeah, yeah, a lot of lot of the festival stuff. All great places to go to, all great festivals, but definitely I would say um, one of the things that I had to notice was that it, hip-hop was typically marginalized or underserved sure. and, and there wasn't really enough for it. So so I figured, you know, why not design something that's a little bit more leaning towards hip-hop, R&B, and soul. Um, and then with Manitoba Music having that meeting and seeing the support that was there, um, I just kind of ran with that. Last year we had uh, 35 showcase acts cool. uh, over two-day period. This and year this we've got bigger, yeah, right? yeah. This one we've got about 75 showcase wow. acts, and then headliners were down at the Exchange District at the Cube, um, and that's uh, June 29th to July 1st. Um, we've got uh, like 30 delegates coming out, 15 from international places uh, like uh, some booking agents from Europe some big cool. booking agents from Atlanta like all that type of thing so um, yeah lots of business lots of education two days of panels and uh, three days of music so that goes well beyond just a festival I mean obviously the music performance part is a big 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 
aspect of it, but there's all the uh, the learning and everything there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a um, professional uh, development based um, festival, so it, it definitely leans uh, into the fact that there's some foundational education that needs to take place in the hip hop community, yeah. and just trying to organize it, professionalize a little bit more everybody, and uh, you know, basically from that spins off all the sort of uh, peripheral stuff that happens, like there's scenes, there's kind of groups of people that get together. Last year after we did the event, we noticed that a bunch of people would do like shows together yeah. and like just th that type of connection, so. Is it, do you think it was that, that education part of it was something that's missing? I mean, locally, like, yeah. there's, so many, there's so many rappers, right? I mean, there's always, <laughs> I don't think there's ever gonna be like a, a problem having a hip hop community, but yeah, do you think it? I think the education is the huge part about it. Um, I was asked the same thing on another radio uh, um, interview, what, what, how to, how the longevity, like what's the idea for longevity and how's it gonna last? Yeah, Sustain, yeah. Sustainability comes from the education. Education is huge. Uh, we don't really have this, this type of education in Canada, not on this kind of platform and this sort of level. Right. Um, <clears throat> and then connecting us with inroads to Europe, uh, festivals out there that are showcase based, that are education based, and then of course uh, festivals in Atlanta. So the big difference is, I would say, is the education. We have people coming out. 22 of the acts are from outside of Winnipeg. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, three of them are international. One of them is driving 33 hours wow. just to come up to do the education, to do one-on-one really -on -one cool, yeah. meetings and mentorships. So it's nice. really important. It's something that's like high value. Well, I feel like you've always been kind of, I probably talked about this last time you were on the show, but it's been a while, so I forget. But I think you're one of those guys who has kind of been, I don't know if you're how to even put it, but you've been very successful doing what you're doing in terms of like reaching beyond Winnipeg. Uh, yeah, like I've done, I've done a lot of work outside of Winnipeg, yeah. and I did a lot of work with American artists, and I've done a lot of work with like exactly. you know, Europe. Uh, Europe has some new ones that I'm working with, and that sort and of there's thing. There's a lot of people locally, you know, in the, in the community who are incredibly successful here and get you know really good critically acclaim, and they, they, a lot of people come up to their shows. But that whole other aspect of it of breaking out of the Winnipeg scene and becoming more international and becoming more known is just it's just not there, I guess. Like, yeah, it's uh, it's it's all about developed inroads um, and like hitting glass ceilings. Like yeah. that's the thing is that uh, I think a lot of artists do hit that like kind of glass ceiling, and I've always stepped up in challenges like that. And I think some artists get um, a little frustrated with it. So this is a way for us to basically say like you know there are ways out and this yeah. is a way to show people, um, to guide them through that process. All I want to see is the hip-hop community in Winnipeg to be strong, um, a place where people want to come. I want Winnipeg to be a destination city, um, and I believe that our diversity and our culture really speaks to, um, to hip-hop music. So Yeah, well, and that's why there's so many like really incredible hip-hop acts coming out of Winnipeg, just because the diversity thing, I mean, all these different influences coming together, and then mixed with the Winnipeg influence, whatever you want to call that, right? And, and totally. Through, yeah. And I think it's a bit of a, a Winnipeg mentality, too, that we just, like, we, we just... We feel like we're not good enough, so I think yeah. that uh, I think that I want to prove to people that, like, in a group and like all of us together, we are definitely worth it. Okay. Do you think that this this is like maybe the type of resource, like this, this, this festival, this conference, that is available to people in other genres of music? Absolutely, like, yeah. Know, folk and country, things like that. There's definitely these kind of <clears throat> events, right? Like totally. So there is a lot of support for the singer songwriter, folk right, country, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Um, this is leans towards hip hop, but please, like, I hope that everyone who's in a band is listening and basically knows that yes, it's for everybody. Well, so that's we the actually have the show is yeah, bands, so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like letting everybody know that yes, absolutely. The panels will speak on one of the interesting things that hip hop has is different routes to success. 
success. Sure. So there's kind of more creative DIY ways to success that maybe doesn't exist in uh, or, or or hasn't been spoken about or tapped into for a lot of like bands and right, stuff like that. Right. So there's alternative well, it's like a ways. Different kind of punk rock DIY thing, but sort yeah. of yeah, exactly. And a different way of approaching things. There's different ways of marketing stuff. There's yeah. different ways of like all that. Not only that, but some of the people that we have coming out are from you know our booking agents that aren't just hip hop oriented. Right, and right. we've got like people like David Landreth coming to talk, who cool, like cool. is not obviously isn't deep in the hip hop scene. He has done a lot, and yeah, obviously has done yeah, yeah, has done a lot. So essentially, it's like it's for everyone. Um, we also have the one-on-one meetings, which will be with uh, again people. Uh, for instance, Sneak Attack Media is going to be out from New York, and they yep. do social media and kind of marketing, um, but they are not genre specific. So I mean, it's uh, definitely worthwhile to come out and check. And actually, if if I can say this, um, we probably have a better chance of you doing more business uh, as a rock band at this hip hop festival yep. because of the fact that we're small and that we actually dedicate ourselves really to the artists that are present because yeah. we're growing. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like going to somewhere like CMW that's so big. It's so huge you that, don't get like, noticed. Yeah, 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 you don't get noticed. For like sure, we'll literally sure. do what we can to make sure you meet the right people and that's that sort cool. of thing. So. That's cool, yeah. No, that's, that's awesome. It's, I mean, it's, it's nice to see... I feel like one of the things that's come up constantly on this show, just no matter who I'm talking to, whether it's like a 70-year-old folk singer or like a 20-year-old rapper, punk band, whatever, like is that because of the way the music business is now where everything is kind of to a point just DIY because you have to do the marketing part of it, you have to do the promotion part of it. it you can't just be a creative person anymore and expect to succeed, right? Because you need totally. to be able to figure out either hire someone to do it or do it yourself. Yep. And I think a lot of people just get stuck in that, regardless of what kind of music they're playing, where they could be doing something amazing and you know people who have heard it know, but it's just they don't have a grasp. You know, They can handle the creative side but not the business side. And it it's like an ongoing frustration. I hear people talking about constantly on the show. Like, just yeah, and I think that uh, I think that part of that has to do with the change of the industry, right? Yeah, like, um, sure. with with um, with the death of like a major label. The major label, as much as people dog at major labels, the major labels employed a lot of infrastructure. Well, sure, sure, yeah. So I mean, like, what happens when the major label can't pay the agencies, can't pay the you know marketing people, can't yeah. pay? Then those jobs disappear. There's no internships. There's no sure, like yeah. you know what I mean. So it becomes like a situation. Yeah, lost in the in the wilderness. Yeah. So it's like it's kind of tough because people complain about you know a major label, but then a major label employed a lot of people. Yeah. And so and then then you'd and have, have connections to all the people you need. To talk to I had the connections, yeah. and so like on top of that, like where where does an indie manager go to learn now? Right. So, I mean, you can come to these conferences and you can learn a little bit from other managers and just find out ways that they've approached things. I know that Anthony from 3 Pete is going to be there and talking yeah. about him himself as like an independent manager uh, for a hip-hop group, which translates to whatever genre. But sure, being, yeah. being in that place, like, typically that would have been like, an, an actual manager would have taken these managers under their like any managers under their role. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like sure. that doesn't exist anymore right. because of the whole right. you know uh, just the way that it's all been like broken down now. Well, it's funny I'm mentioning Anthony because I mean three people's been on the show a few times and, yep. and Anthony's been on himself as well. But and like he's one of the few people I can think of that is actually like a manager manager yeah. for a local man because a lot of people are just they just do themselves yeah totally it's just whether because they can't afford it or because they, they don't know what to do or whatever and yeah it's like absolutely I've been self-managing myself for oh, as yeah, an artist yeah. for years exactly, I just yeah. found it was easier um, I know that uh, I I, I, I commend Anthony for the work that he does yeah, with the group and like and, and just I know I, see, I get to see both sides because I'm an artist and I've worked as a manager so I kind of know both sides of it and I and I always I think that he's doing a great job and I'm, I'm happy that he's there because it gives people hope that there are positions outside of the creative right yeah yeah. You know? they, 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 I mean 3P has been very successful as far as local rap group I mean mm-hmm. they just came back from Europe and yep. played jazz fest and everything right so totally. I mean yeah like they've uh, 
yeah, so people are, I'm sure, using them as an inspiration. Like, you know, Absolutely. kids who are starting to get into rap and stuff, right? So yeah, totally. And I think that it's good to see that. It's good to have that. And it's, uh, yeah, the independent manager thing is is cool. It's cool to have that um, to lead the way for young artists who, or not even young artists, but young, young people who might want to get involved in music who maybe aren't a rapper or yeah, aren't yeah. a singer or whatever. It's sure. cool. Well, I noticed on the, the massive poster with all the artists. Yeah, uh, it's, it's it's huge. First of all, like the yeah. people you have involved, it's, it's really cool to see. But you have a lot, of, not even a lot, but there's quite a few local people who are not hip hop at all on there. Yeah. How did the selection process for who was going to be involved in the shows and things? So we had a submission committee, and part of the part of our conversations were around things that we've noticed at other festivals. So <clears throat> some of the acts that aren't typical, like your typical hip hop, R and B, and soul. Yeah. Um, we didn't want to just lean towards that. We want to be a place like CMW. We want to okay. be a place like North by Northeast. So we do want to accept some of those acts. Um, we the want focus to accept. Is yeah, the focus it leans towards, and our education will lean towards, and sure. our conversations will center around. But that doesn't mean like I've sat and listened to like you know our Lady Pieces manager at North by Northeast right. talk about like from that too. I yeah. can gain course, information yeah. from it. Yeah. And and not only that, but there are certain venues that'll be perfect for that type of music. So sure. we've set everything up so that I know and and that and I mean who's listening to specifically one genre of music you know what I mean you like hope that most people are, are I definitely yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. think people are mostly open-minded so we wanted to accept a certain amount of people that weren't in the typical okay. like vein we also wanted to accept a certain amount that were foundational artists that artists that kind of need uh, um, a bit of sort of a one-up or just a, a little education just kind of guidance and stuff like that we want to help build these artists to get them up to export level ready okay. and then we took in um, artists that we believe are export level ready so it's a good mixture of like artists who are going to get on stage with other more experienced artists and yeah. learn from them and learn from the business side the, the export level ones will be able to get more business stuff okay. and then cool. like the ones who are not typically in the hip hop scene get to see that there's this whole scene there because there is some, involved with more, totally yeah. and there's sure. crossover too I mean like there are there's actually a show coming up um uh, and I guess when this airs, it'll be just past. But yeah. uh, there's a show going on, uh, punk versus hip hop. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw that there's like punk bands and hip hop acts coming together, which there's always been a great marriage between punk absolutely. and hip hop. Well, in terms and of I the think, fan base, anyway. Like, totally. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think even more so with the things like um, you know the goth boy click and like Lil Peeps and right, all that right, sort of right, thing. Right, right, a lot yeah. of emo emo rap sort of situation going on. Yeah, um, it's like a so weird blur between the two. Right? Yeah, yeah, it is yeah. totally. And uh, and I think that 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 whole idea is awesome. And I think that we could have more of that if the the communities just kind of work together a little sure. bit more and so events like this are just a backbone for them to do that cool where did you where did you find all of the, was it all submissions like all the people yeah involved? it's all submission based it'll be submission based uh, as well next year so Including basically the business types too like yeah. uh the business people were through my own connections okay. or people i've met at okay. festivals and then i also reached out uh, to certain people like we're gonna have hip-hop dx down which is really cool um uh, Sharath or Tommy, he he basically linked with him on LinkedIn, um, and just just kind of I developed relationships, but I also broke bread with some people and tried to just like break down some doors and like get uh, get yeah. them to hear about the festival and word spread really quickly as well. So that was another big thing within the uh, business kind of community. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Well, how well did this do last year? Because I remember seeing a lot of uh, you know hype online about it last year, and then I didn't. Uh I wasn't able to go, so I didn't, I didn't hear anything about it afterwards until all of a sudden, boom, there's this huge poster. You're doing it again, right? Yeah, um, it went really well, obviously, because yeah. we've doubled well, you, in yeah, size, sure, and yeah, yeah. Uh, we've like probably we've increased by like probably eight times the sponsors we had last cool. year, awesome. um, and just generally participation looks like it'll be three times the size. Um, it's 
it's grown big and it's grown fast. Um, and so what I'm looking at doing in the coming years is just doing a lot of data analysis, okay. looking into like how much we're uh, affecting the economic impact here in, in Winnipeg, yeah. um, affecting like just kind of looking to see who our core fan base is, who the core people are coming out, what people are gaining from it. So it's still in its learning stages, but I mean, it's uh, all that information I'm going to take just to design a better festival every year. Cool. So. And how many people are involved in actually putting this together? Uh, I mean, obviously, you're yeah. I'm a director, yeah. and then there's another director, an interim director, Pauline, who is working in sponsorships, okay. and then there's also two coordinators, Jessica and uh, Justin, uh, and then we have another volunteer staff. Uh, Katie is coming on, and she's going to be leading about 45 volunteers that we have. Oh, wow. um, so there's uh, quite a few of us all working together. That's awesome. There's also a board of directors. We became a nonprofit this year, which is a big change yeah, for that's us. Huge, yeah. um, and so we have uh, our president, DJ Bunny, and Lisa Muswagon is also. Um, on the board, Ryan Reyes is on the board as well, um, and Rhonda Phenom Thompson. So, okay, yeah. and those are all people who have involvement in the scene for years, right? Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Like DJ Bunny was uh, has been a DJ for a long, oh, he's been long the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah hip, totally. Yeah, yeah. And so it, he just was the perfect choice, in my opinion, yeah, to be cool. president. So. Well, I guess that gives us some legitimacy too, right? I mean, it's like yeah. a new festival. Like, oh wait, this guy's involved. Or, yeah, of course. These people are playing at it and stuff. So it's, absolutely, it's yeah, for sure. And this year, I'm actually really pumped about the headliners. Last year, we only had two headliners. Yeah. Um, both of them are great. Uh, one of them is coming back this year. Cool. She's going to be one of our sole headliners, Tessa. Um, but this year, our four major headliners are, we've got Toki Wright, um, who was a member of Rhymesayers and Soul Tools. Okay. Um, he is uh, a rapper from Minneapolis. And then DJ Miss Britt is a DJ from Minneapolis. We also have Dayburger coming from Brooklyn. Um, and then we have uh, Merce, right. uh, yeah, which is the, the big name coming from LA cool, on, yeah. uh, on the first. So. How much, uh, you know, obviously, like, like you mentioned at the top of the show, you have your own album coming out, your, your, your new album coming out, you've, you're still a performer, you still make music. How much time does this festival take to put together, and how do you balance being an artist and being, doing the business side of things here? I don't know how I do it. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. I have no idea. I, I probably sleep maybe four or five hours a night, if that. I'm and uh, <laughs> Yeah, and, like, I, I don't know how I'm doing it. I'm just doing it. I guess, like, I try not to think of it in the big picture because it starts to really give me anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just take every day as it comes. I answer my emails. I try to do everything just, like, one step at a time. Uh, going to the gym is a big part of my life now, right. obviously. And so, like... This is, like, a stress release kind yeah, of thing? Yeah, well, and it's, like, so it's, it's something that I need need to kind of keep myself steady sure um, and um, but basically yeah I think I don't know I just keep going and every day I just keep trying to figure something else out it's tough though like the new album is rolling out at about the same time my first single comes out on June 22nd oh yeah um, so I'm just kind of like trying to keep the two separated because I don't want people to think that it's a, it's my platform or anything sure, like yeah. that You're or not I'm, even playing to, the show. I'm not no. even playing any of the shows yeah so t so for me it's it's not I'm trying to build something that I can walk away from in probably like five years. Right. I know and it sounds focus crazy. On your own stuff, right? And just yeah, focus yeah, on yeah, my yeah. own music. One you of want my to be goals. I guess. Yeah, yeah, one of my goals yeah. is to actually like perform at the festival that I started. You right. know what I mean? And like I'll be involved in yeah, the back end. Yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. So that would be really cool. Um, cool yeah. But yeah, other than that, it's tough. It's tough to balance it. But I've got a strong, you know, support at home. Um, my girlfriend's amazing, and my son's great. So it's uh, good. it's good to have like uh, strong people in your life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm super interested in the festival just because uh, I mean we're in September, September 30th, which is apparently 
apparently uh, International Podcast Day. Nice. We discovered this. I don't know anyone who celebrates it, but we found this Amazing. Out. And we're doing a uh, Manitoba Podcast Festival. I Park think Theater, I saw that, which actually. Which is going to be a bunch of panels and getting people involved in how to how to record a podcast, how to do interviews. That's things so like dope. That. So it's the same kind of idea on a much That's smaller sick. scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's one, one afternoon and Amazing. a few panels. But, I mean, I definitely am going to kind of take some ideas from what you guys are doing. Because That's sick. Uh, yeah, I think I saw Matt Cundill. Uh, Matt, do you know Matt at all? I know, I know the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I think I saw maybe he was mentioning it or something like that so that's cool that's yeah, really it's, cool it's, I like that so it's the same kind of idea but amazing again much smaller so yeah it's. Uh, I mean I've been involved in festivals too uh, back in the mid 2000s we had the Winnipeg Scotland Reggae Festival yep. and I was on the board for that and that was like you know we had awesome. like eight people and it was a huge pain in the ass to just get anything done and get people to come out and all this stuff we had these you know headliners coming in from Jamaica or whatever and it would still be like I think a fight to get people to come out to the show because, yeah. because of how Winnipeg is, I guess, like in terms of. Yeah, I think over. that uh, I think one of the things it's the education. I really, yeah. really have to say that the education is a really key part of it. Like, sure, if you yeah. bring business out here and you bring out people that are like that are there to educate, to mentor, there's a lot more to it than just music. And yeah. I and I saw the success of things like North by Northeast and CMW. Well, and, all and, the panels and all the training and all yeah, that. Yeah, totally. And the yeah. training is a big deal, and and people wait all year for that sort of thing. I know yeah. people who've been waiting all year uh, and. And even just doing their homework and trying to get all their stuff ready and each year they can kind of gives them sort of like uh, each year they can uh, benchmark to, yeah, totally, to try yeah. to like the bump you know, up get, from last year totally yeah, yeah, and yeah. every year if you go you'll know that you're getting better and better and then you know that you're not stuck in the same place right and that's hopefully we want to do this I guess right yep. people coming back every cool. totally are you uh, going to be able to enjoy the festival as a, as a spectator or are you too busy running around coordinating things and I am going to I hope to with 45 volunteers and yeah, the team that yeah, I have to yeah, be yeah. able to enjoy most of it I want to be um I just want to check in on people, make sure that everybody is like comfortable, make sure everybody's enjoying it. One of the biggest things that I'm actually like, I mean, I, I'm there for the artist uh, for sure, yeah. but I'm really interested in like how we can turn Winnipeg into an international like music city. We're known as a music city, we are, for sure. but like internationally, I want us to like, I want to really, I really want to make that kind of the bet, like the actual like point like a destination point. Yeah. yeah like a destination city like when i think about south by southwest is like who would go to austin texas really right but and that's the reason you go that, that's yeah. the reason you go so this is kind of what i'm trying to think about when it comes to the festival like how do i take care of the delegates they're staying at like our, our sponsor hotel which okay. is the mirror hotel which is beautiful it's right on the waterfront cool, cool. um and they're doing some stuff with chibo so it'll be like it's 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 a very cool first introduction yeah yeah to uh, winnipeg, to winnipeg. Yeah, definitely and is, is it all the cube uh, all, yeah, all of the yeah all the performances outdoor stuff is at the cube during the day, and then the after parties take place at La Carnita, 4th, and Palomino Club. Okay. So it's literally right on McDermott, and it's like five-minute walk. And then the education takes place at Rachel Brown Theater and okay. at uh, the Roblin Center, 160 Princess. So, so it's all within a few blocks. Of it is within a block of each other, basically. The furthest is the hotel, which I think is a six-minute walk or seven-minute yes, walk. Not too so bad either, right? yeah, not yeah. bad at all, yeah. Are there... So is it like daytime sessions and then yep. daytime show? Or? Friday and Saturday will be daytime panels from okay. noon until 4. And then from 4 to 8, there's a little bit more closed session workshops. Uh, it's open to the public. Uh, you can go down to 160 Princess Roblin and you can pick up a pass for the entire festival for $50, okay. cool. which is music and uh, education. Or you can pick up an education pass for $25, which gets you into all the workshops and all the panels. Yeah. Or if you want, alternatively, you can go uh, for $10, just go to the four hours of panels and then $10 can get 
get you into the four hours of workshops at the uh, afterwards. Okay. Or if you want to go to an after party, it's just $10 to each door at the after party. Um, but I highly recommend just picking up a pass. Right, I mean, you it's got like, covered, right? you got everything covered. It's 50 bucks. It's not that much money for three days of music and everything. Sure. We'll have a beer garden down at the uh, Old Market Square. Um, and uh, yeah, just big thanks to like the city of Winnipeg for helping guide and, and yeah, the exchange yeah. district for helping everything happen, make, make everything happen. And, and basically, yeah, we're just trying to make it a destination place. And it's a fairly decent price point. So it's accessible to a lot of people. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Well, and a good location too. It's the cube, obviously, right? I mean, especially <laughs> coming right at the end of Jazz Fest, basically. Be over, people are used to going down there yep. every night. So yeah, like, totally. They'll be like, oh, something new down here. Yeah, for sure. And a little bit spin, different spin on music and a little bit uh, kind of just a different approach to, yeah. uh, to, to how Jazz Fest does their things. And I'm really, I'm really happy with uh, some of the acts that I see performing at the Jazz Fest yeah, this year, which is awesome. Really, really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. So really, really awesome to, to see that happening. Yeah. Do you think, um, like, who, I guess, who, who is the audience for this? Obviously, hip-hop artists are going to come, whether they're someone established or someone who is just starting out. They're going to, I mean, it's, it's a natural fit for them to come to the workshops, the, the, even the live shows, everything else, right? But, I mean, is it, is there kind of a target customer for this festival? Um, for this there, there is. It's sort of twofold. So yeah, there's the artists that obviously are going to be involved and then there's the general public. One of the things that I recognize is that if we're educating fan, uh, if we're educating, sorry, uh, artists, we yeah. should educate fans. So part of what we're doing is also uh, doing live art, uh, okay. live dance competition. Um, we have a pop-up museum in Forth that's oh, cool. going to happen. That's, that's awesome. going to have a bunch of archive stuff and information from old, uh, like all 19, 1980s music videos and stuff that Bunny's been collecting oh, right and posting awesome. on online yeah oh, that's amazing. Um, so and then we have art that'll be posted up in there so you can go to fourth there'll be an exhibit there really we're trying to educate the public as well yeah. um, on just what hip-hop culture is and uh, and then from there obviously educating artists with the panels and stuff like yeah. that but I would say generally if you are a little fan of hip-hop or a huge fan of hip-hop like just come through cool, cool. yeah so if people you know are coming to this for the first time like say I'm a fan I want to go check out the show and I end up going to some some of the panels too and, and sessions like that and I want to get involved next year. How, how do people do that? Like, if someone is inspired by this, going to this this year, what do they do if they want to get involved in the future? NorthernTouchMusicFestival.ca. You can okay. hit me up on there. Info at NorthernTouchMusicFestival.ca. You can always come and chat with one of the staff members if you're really, really excited and, and it really amps you up. Yeah. Talk to one of the staff members. One of the staff members will connect you with myself or at least one of the other um, directors or something. Cool. Um, and just just let us know. Like, we're totally open to, to having people come on board or if people want to talk about programming if people want yeah. to talk about we're new so we're pretty flexible and we're able to like do things that you know we're not as established so it's not like we have long-running relationships yeah. that we have to like worry about too much and so if you got okay. some cool thing that you're doing with the youth that you think fits our program yeah, get, in touch, yeah. get in touch with cool. me okay okay and now uh, you don't have another had a follow-up question to that and it's just, it's yeah <laughs> it happens yeah no but um so yeah that's, that's, that's cool so people want to um find out more about the, the lineup who's performing is there a schedule anywhere that can... yeah um, you can actually check it out on the website northerntouchmusicfestival.ca I okay. believe it's posted up there if not I'll have it up there today but uh, it's also all over Facebook you can yeah. look online um, or check us out on Instagram there's links to everything on Instagram um, basically it's down to the exchange it's uh, free at the exchange so 5 until midnight every night um, like I said there's a beer garden down there and uh, uh, the beer garden is uh, open to 18 plus yeah, and 
and uh, and basically the after parties take place um, each night of the festival, and they all start at midnight. So, okay. and are they all having including performances from some of the? Yeah, showcase performances as well, cool. and uh, some headlining acts. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah, cool. And then if people want to uh, buy tickets, I know you mentioned uh, earlier, but just want to. Yeah, bit dot, the, the easy link is bit.ly capital N T M F, okay. and then lowercase passes N T M F passes basically okay. bitly. And are they available at any physical locations? I guess um, no, we're doing um, basically registration online, and then you can come pick them up at 160 Princess. So, oh, cool. And then on day of, physical can be purchased at 160 Princess okay. at the Roblin. You'll see a bunch of people, all of our volunteers there yeah. and stuff like well, that. I'm sure so you'll be, be hyping it up for yeah. social media. Yeah, you'll see it for so, yeah. sure. So if you're interested okay. in passes, uh, definitely just hit us up. Awesome. Okay. And then if someone wants to, uh, you know, I know we didn't, this, we're not really discussing your music here, but if someone wants to check out your stuff, uh, since you're here, you might as well plug it, right? Like- Musicbyshea.com. Uh, S-H-E-A is my name. You can check me out at Music by Shea on everything. I've actually officially deaded the abstract art form okay. name, so you can like, you can you can find it on the internet if you want. Yeah. If you want to go and look it up, but it's a different person, and so okay. my new music is uh, like a lot more soul and a lot more singing yeah, and yeah. Uh, a lot different. So cool. Okay. Okay, awesome. Yeah, if people want to hear uh, more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com. You can find the Abstract Art Forum episode. That one's not dead. It, is, it still exists. Still there. Yeah, it's still there somewhere in the archives. But uh, you can also tune in on uh, UMFM on Sundays at midnight. If you happen to be listening to the radio at that time, you can hear older episodes of the show that kind of get uh, revived. So, I mean, right now we're recording this shortly before the festival. By the time it airs on UMFM, the festival will be long over. But hopefully it's successful. It'll happen again next year, so you can kind of get hyped up for it that way. So. Definitely. I appreciate it. Thanks a yeah, lot, guys. No problem. Thanks, too.